I was really wanting to know why people were interested in things like art, science, and why 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 people who maybe not be interested in them should be interested in them. Um, why why it matters. You are listening to End of Love Remains, a unique show spotlighting people, ideas, science, culture, and art. Your host, Mike Lovett. Mike Lovett. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the great podcast in the sky, And If Love Remains. I am your host, not Mike Levitt. We are doing a little bit of a Father's Day special today where I'm going to flip the script. My name is Steven. I'm Mike's son, and I'll be hosting my dad, the host of this podcast, Mike Levitt. And I have no idea what he's going to ask, so this might be an interesting episode. Here we go. Have a, we'll have a little bit of an ask me anything here. <laughs> um, I came up with this idea yesterday and pitched it to my dad over text six hours ago. So neither of us are completely prepared, but we're ready to get into the magnum opus of what has been my dad's life. <laughs> oh, boy. Here <laughs> we the magnum opus. Okay. Man, we're getting we're getting those expectations, you know, right at the correct level for this. Exactly, <laughs> and I feel like it'd be best to just kick things off and start with this podcast. And if love remains, what was what started all of this? What is what was your inspiration? You've had so many people on the podcast, so many different stories, so many different areas of expertise. So, what was the idea behind getting in into this kind of a thing? Um. Well. I think I, I've kind of had it on my mind for a while. Um, I had a go. I had a thought of wanting to do it, but I was always busy with different other things. I had people tell me that they thought that I would be good at getting stories out, and I was, you know, pretty decent conversationalist, and I was able to at least ask some interesting questions. and And so, um, so I had it in my mind. But I guess what really got what what expedited things was the pandemic. Um, I, uh, uh, as you know, I, I primarily make a living, um, as a musician and, and teaching and, um, and when the pandemic hit, those two things kind of went (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye. And, uh, so I had to figure out at least something, something to do to keep me sane. And, um, and so I, yeah, I started it, didn't really know what I was doing. And, um, you're right. I've been really incredibly blessed um, having people like you on, people like, um, gosh, I mean, Mike, Michael Ward, Joe Wolverton, um, Elias, of course, man, he's been such a blessing to this podcast. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, people like, uh, I, I, I mean, I can, I can name a, a bunch of a bunch of people, experts in all kinds of fields that I've been really blessed to have on um, and talk about really interesting aspects. And, and I think the reason, I guess the, the, I was really wanting to know why people were interested in things like art, science, and why, why, why people who maybe not be interested in them should be interested in them. Um, why, why it matters. Why do details matter? Why do things in science matter? Why do they, why do the arts matter? Why does music matter? Um, cause there's no, there's not really a great feels philosophical answer for those things. But I think when you talk to experts and you see the things that they're excited about, 
It really uh, inspires you to to both become an expert at something, become really good at, at something, and it also inspires you to understand the world, a, a wider world in a better place. And you ask the questions that open up that wider world and better place to so many people and all four of us. <laughs> right? Um, and that's one thing that really has stood out to me as I listened to your podcast is the questions that you ask, even when you don't have a complete understanding of their field and it, because it's not your expertise, your questions really open people up to give us that detail-oriented, that very nuanced opinion of things that they discuss. And one thing that struck me coming out of that is it's almost like you're opening up a world, other people's world, that you also open up for your your own world. So that was a little bit of a... Oh no, that I think you're I think you're right. I've been I have learned so much from, you know, I I try to read when um uh when Murray Pittock was on and and we talked about Scotland, you know, I read through his Mm -hmm. book. Um when Michael Ward was on and and talking about C.S. Lewis, you know, I read his book. When Scott Horton was on and you know, he had his you know, I try to read these books and I've learned I've gained so much knowledge from from going through these books and and um you know getting a, a a greater appreciation for both the work that they do, um, but also the, the fields that they're in. And, and it is kind of like a, um, it, it's kind of like a pattern, you know, it's, it's, it's like, I start to see things that in, in my work and, and in music, cause that's my, my primary, um, like I said, that's, that's primarily what I'm, what I'm, <clears throat> um, have done in my life. Uh, but, but literature, philosophy, science, those things, there's a lot of things that, that work together. And, um, but, but oftentimes because we're so specialized, we, we don't see the connections. You talk about your field being music. And for those who don't have any personal experience with my dad, he is a music fanatic. He <laughs> is always having headphones on, is always listening to something and is also a great seeker of knowledge. Um, since as long as I can remember, he's always been listening to podcasts and talks and trying to find out different things. And so my question is, since how have you grown? How has your appreciation for those things grown? Or how has your perspective changed since that 2017, 2018, that kind of person that you were? And then through the pandemic, how has that opened up for you? Um. I mean, it's kind of hard to separate, like, I, I mean, I don't know if you're asking like specifically about things on the podcast or life in general. Um, I mean, either. I feel like one feeds into the other. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right. Um, I think I have become more um, sure about fewer things. But those fewer things, I'm more sure about. <laughs> in other words, like I, I think, a, a, I think a lot of things that I thought I was sure, secure in my knowledge about, um, have become less so. Um, and at the, but at the same time, I think the things that that really matter to me, that are close to me, and that that I think are super important, um, I become more sure of, um, more secure. I think. Um, uh, I've definitely changed. I mean, I think, I think a lot of us have changed over the pandemic um, as I've seen um, the patterns that, that we've seen in history 
um, kind of happened before our eyes. You know, I, I've said a few times that, you know, it's fascinating to watch the fall of Rome. And that's kind of <laughs> kind of what we're in the midst of, it feels like. But but it is fascinating and it is exciting. It's an exciting time. And, um, you know, there's lots of opportunities for good and for truth and, and the beautiful uh, during these exciting times. What's something that to you that has mattered less the more the more time has gone by um i think dogmatism in all its forms i think um the idea that like um uh i think i i i think the 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 bigger stuff meaning the stuff that i don't have control over um, how good is America? What, um, you know, is this the land of the free? Um, what religion, what, you know, different, different things about, um, you know, what, what, what does religion really mean? All those things I think have mattered less and it's more about relationships and more about, um, both with God, with my family. Um, and also I feel like, being more secure in, or, or more, um, more sure about, well, I mean, we could, we, we could see, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I've, I grew up LDS. I grew up as a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And, um, I, you know, still believe in that. Um, you know, but the things that I'm sure of are that, you know, uh, God is our father. He sent his son to save us. Um, uh, that uh, uh, Joseph Smith is a prophet and the Book of Mormon is true. And everything outside of that, I think, is noise. <laughs> if you could, with what you know now and what you understand now and how you've grown both throughout the podcast and throughout the life, is there something that you would change that you've done in the past? Or is there anything that you would shift uh, or make a different decision on? I don't know. I try not to think in that way. <laughs> because, well, because like it doesn't do any good. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to think like, because because the reality is if I did do something th- different, then I would be somebody different. Right. So, but I, but I do try to learn lessons. I do try to think like, um, are there things I wish I would have done differently um, about the podcast? Is that what you asked? Sorry, I lost my train of thought. About the podcast or just, how I guess to flip the scripts could be because if we're not going to change our decisions of the past, we fi- we learn lessons and we change the decisions of our future. Yeah. So what what decisions do you have in the works that are that are you looking to make improvements on? Well, I think for one thing is um, I think consistency with the podcast. I think consistency is the key, and and to not try to be over exuberant or over depressed about what you're do actually doing. Um, you know, I think setting a realistic goal that you can actually do is important. Um, you know, whether that's, you know, doing with the podcast, but I do think consistency is a key, making sure that that content is going out. Um, and I think, um, you know, in the, in the future, I'd like to have more collaboration um, have more guests on. I've, I've had quite a wide variety of guests from a lot of different fields, but I want to even expand that even more. 
um, and I have some ideas in mind for that upcoming. Um, <laughs> and 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 also, I think um, learning more about how to market it better because I really I think that's the that's the thing that I struggle with. I, I'm I'm good at what I'm good at. Um, but I'm not good at what I'm not good at. And one of the things I'm not good at is, is, you know, getting the word out and, and getting out to a wider audience. And, um, you know, so I think that's something that, that will be improved, um, here, uh, you know, in the next little bit. I'm excited to see all the growth that's going to happen and all the guests you have to come on. Thank you. I'm, it's going <laughs> to be a wild ride, um, to expand a little bit further because it's father's day. I feel like we have some necessary questions to answer. Yeah, was was Bradley Beal a good a good trade? <laughs> Number one, <laughs> our daily sports intake was the trade of Chris Paul and Landry Shamit for Bradley Beal a good trade? Okay, I think so. Explain. I think so. Well, here's the thing. Like, as first of all, it's not my money, so I'm not. I don't. I'm not even. Get, <laughs> I'm not even gonna like care about that, you know, because that's, that's what everyone's talking about. Oh my gosh, there's going to be, you know, payroll for three players. Is it going to be $160 million or something for one? You know, uh, so what? That's Matt Eshby's money. Like, okay. <laughs> I just care about, is the team going to be good? Um, does it improve the roster? I think so. I think um, I love Chris Paul and I'm super grateful for what he did for the Suns. I think he really improved and I think he gave Booker a harder edge. Um, and not that Booker really needed it, but I think it, that leader, I think Booker having that kind of a mentor for the last three years has been really important. Seems to me. Um, I also think, um, having, uh, I don't think Shamit, I think Shamit was not a, he wasn't going anywhere and it wasn't working out for whatever reason. I don't know why it wasn't working out here. Um, so I think, Getting a really an all-star caliber player in Bradley Beal, an all-NBA player caliber-wise, and I think is a big upgrade talent-wise. Um, I think it also is probably, you know, unless they're going to trade DeAndre Ayton for a point guard, I think Ayton might actually be on the team next year, which I'm not totally sad about. I, I, I think the new coach might be a good change for him. I don't know. Um, but uh, I, the why my concern is having Devin Booker as point book again. <laughs> Just he's, I think he'd be, I think he'd be an all-star. I think he would be an all-star caliber point guard. I think he's an MVP caliber two guard. Yeah. That's just his skill set is more for the scoring. Yeah. But I mean, but he can do it and he'd be, you know, it's Michael Jordan at the point guard. As long as he keeps working out with Chris Paul, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as they keep working out. But I think, but but to answer your question, is the team better today than it was yesterday? Yeah, I think so. The one thing that worries me about the Suns is that they have nobody on their roster who's won a championship before, and I feel like has the edge to win a championship by themselves. Like Durant's won it. But he's also getting older, and he needed Steph. So, yeah. But I think, you know what? I but this is where I think Coach is a Vogel. Yeah, <laughs> I think Coach Vogel. I I think will help with that for two reasons. Number one, he has won a championship. Um, and number two, he's a defensive minded coach, mm -hmm. and I think that's going to help DeAndre Ayton, 
And I think just having a defensive-minded coach will give you a little bit more of an edge um, as far as, uh, you know, having that mindset of like, what matters is what happens on defense. You can only, you can't control the ball going in the hoop all the time, but you can control your defense and your effort. Yeah. And I think we're going to see a lot more, hopefully we'll see a lot more excitement from DeAndre Ayton when it comes to defending the rim and helping. And here's, I will say one other thing about Bradley Beal that I'm excited to see is he is a really good three point shooter. Mm -hmm. And I think um, that is what was missing on this team is you had, two guys that were absolutely the best in the last 20 years in the mid range in Devin Booker and, um, and Kevin Durant, but you did not have a guy who could consistently hit that corner three. And I think you have that in Bradley Beal now, along with a threat to take it to the rack. Yeah. I think that's a really important factor of this team. That'll really help them. I think honestly, it's mostly just about that edge though, to get through the playoffs. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. And, and staying healthy. I mean, that's been like, I mean, they traded Chris Paul. They'll be good. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously, though, like, like, they, like two years ago, I, I, I mean, you could say Giannis was on a mission. The Suns were up 2-0 in that, in that series. And if I really believe if Chris Paul didn't get hurt and Devin Booker, I think they win that series. I think last year they were the best team in the league, and I don't know what the heck happened. I, I, I mean, I know Chris Paul got hurt, but like that was just a piddle. I will also say like now that stuff has come out about um, Monty Williams, you know, his, his wife finding out that his wife got cancer in the middle of the playoffs, like that's devastating. Um, so I don't know how much that affected it, but I do, you know, obviously like, like last year was, um, you know, was, was, was not last year, but the year before when they had the best record in the league, mm-hmm. um, that was a rough go. Yeah. Well, we'll see how they put it together this year. Let's see, brother. Let's see it. Yeah. All right. Um, By the way, we need to do more sports talk. So you want to come on and be the sports guy with me every week? We should. We should. Because I think that's one thing this podcast is missing is sports. I have everything else covered. I need sports. <laughs> you have everything else covered. Well, because people ask me, like, what is my podcast about? And I'm like, it's about, like, stuff I dig. And so Matthew said, so it's like the everything bagel. I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. That's a good podcast name. <laughs> that is it. I know, right? TM. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everything bagel. But I think, um, you know, but I don't, but I do love sports. I enjoy sports a lot. And so I need you to come on so we can get our sports in. Absolutely. We'll set up a time. We'll set All right. up a time. Right on. Okay. Um, we're going to do, sh- do you want to do r- a couple rapid fire questions or do you want to get into the weeds a little bit? We can do some rapid fire, meaning like I just, what comes to my brain? Just what comes to your mind. Okay. Give, huh? you, give you a couple, All give right. a couple things. All right. Um, favorite kid. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, of course. <laughs> All right. Um, or Rachel. I can't decide. One of the Maybe two Lincoln. still live, live with you. Anyone? I don't know. Steven, you're pretty all right too. They're all okay, <laughs> but we know it's Matthew. Um, favorite food? Mom's in the kitchen making something, and you hope it is steak. Um, somebody gets you a new shirt. What wild color is it? Electric blue. <laughs> 
Um, suspenders or belt? Belt. Okay, we're still in the belt phase of his career, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he is not that old yet. Um, Shorts, actually, but, you know. Okay, okay. <laughs> but if, if those, uh, with those two choices, it's a belt. Besides the piano, if you could have one mu- musical instrument that you could just snap your finger and be able to play, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. There's so many. Ch- the Chapman stick. I, I have to ask, what is a Chapman stick? <laughs> okay, the Chapman stick is an awesome instrument. It is, um, I think it's eight. It's like a, it's like a bass. It's a long, it's like a long s- stick. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it looks like a bass. It's, so it's got a fretboard on it and it's got mm-hmm. strings. Okay. Um, but you, you like tap the notes on the, on the fingers. And so you can play like both, um, a bass line and a lead line kind of at the same time. It's a beautiful, it's a really cool instrument. It sounds like just the opposite of a bagpipe. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yes, it is in fact completely the opposite of a bagpipe. I, it's a string instrument that you play with your fingers. <laughs> so yeah, and it's electric. So yeah, it's totally the opposite of a bagpipe. <laughs> I'm really good at music, guys. That's my forte. Um, all righty. Last question to figure thing, to finish things off, to kind of set the tone before I close us out here. If, what is the best thing and worst thing, if you want to throw that in there, if you want to give us a little dig about being a father? Oh, man. Okay. I mean, the best thing has been there's a ton like i don't even, so so let me i mean 20 years of it so let me let me say a couple of things that that like i love about being a father first of all um and this is i mean and you know what i mean when i say this like i sincerely love the relationship that each of you have with your mother and because it's each of it is unique and cool and she's awesome. But in addition to that, the relationship that you guys have with each other is really special and unique. Um, I mean, I know you, I know that you guys have fought in the past, I think, but Oh my gosh, you guys like get along so well. Um, The fact that, that you and Lincoln like live together and like each other, I think. Is that still true today? He cleaned the bathroom last night. We're good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Okay. But but seriously, the fact that you guys get along, like you have no idea how much that warms my heart. Because I know like over time, you know, your mom and I, I, I know we're totally young chicks right now, but eventually we're going to get older and, and it's really going to be about you kids, you know, having a relationship with each other. And um you know, so it means, I think that's what I love the most is seeing you, the relationship that you guys have with each other and just seeing your growth. Like each one of you have grown into totally different and unique people and you, and you know yourselves, you haven't, you, you're not like a cookie cutter of anybody. You're unique. You, you, you've, you know what you guys want, you know what you guys um, enjoy and want to do and you go out and do it. and like. That just makes that you're just way ahead of the game. And, and I'm just really proud of you guys. 
Um, as far as like, what's the least thing um, that I, I don't know, probably. 4 a.m. piano lessons. You can say it. <laughs> I did do those. Um, no, I know about being a father though. I think mm. just, just the worry, just, you know, you're always kind of like hoping everything's okay. You know, I think mm. there's been some, there's been a few times where, where your mom and I have been pretty, um, frightened about you guys. And I wouldn't say frightened. That's the wrong word, but concerned. Um, but like, you guys are all pretty solid. I, I, I'm just, I like, you're remarkable people. And, and, um, and yeah, it's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just to close it off, my dad never talks about himself on this podcast or if he does it's not in super detail so i'd like to close this out with a little bit of an outro introduction oh no um, this podcast is hosted by mike levitt he's my dad and in a world where masculinity is portrayed as um the all of these alpha males and the richest people in the world and the buffest people in the world and all of and all of this fluff and grandeur my dad has been an inspiration to me because of the freedom and the example he set for me and both of my parents are absolutely amazing my mom is a very advanced parent and that she never doesn't do the basics and my dad is has built a structure that allows us to be who we are today and has given the freedom and we talk about all of these stories where um I hear very successful people talk about oh my dad didn't believe in me or my dad set my example for me by never being around um my dad has always been around as much as he can and has always believed in me to do whatever I put my mind to. And that's something that has allowed me the freedom to know myself and to continue to grow and to know that I have the potential to be even better than I am today. And so with that, this is the great podcast in the sky. And if love remains, and we will see you on the flip side. Love you, man. You are listening to And If Love Remains. First of 23 installments requested by Dr. Levitt. We're trying to be in compliance here because we're taking him and that whole organization down.